Hey, hi, how you doing? Good to see you. That's right back at it again, like two weirdos, you know, that are at your mom's house. You know, we're playing like two around. pennies in your pocket. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Just um, jangling next to your nutsack when you I walk. I was going to say sitting around at your buddy's house trying to touch his mom naked. Or maybe in oh. a bikini going out to the pool. Have you ever seen one of your friend's moms, like, when you were a kid, like, in a maybe a her bra or, like, uh, changing or something? Because when I was a kid, I'm not kidding. I saw one of my friends, my mom's friends, butt-ass naked. No, I don't think that ever happened that I can remember. But I feel like you black a lot of stuff out that happens when you're a little why, kid, too. Why, why would you? Why would you block that out? I don't know, like you just forget things like not, I guess not that you block it out, but like you just forget a lot of stuff until you have a specific memory pop up. Yeah. Like some tasty nakedness. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like tasty nakedness. Like I was sitting there. I'll, I'll never forget it. So one of my um, mom's friends were staying over at our house. For some reason, I remember it so good. Cause I'm a, I guess I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Prevert. I'm for one sure. Of, I'm one of the Lord's fallen acorns. I didn't get to stay on the tree. I fell down <laughs> on the ground. And, uh, but I was, uh, I'm going to guess I was probably nine or 10 years old. And, uh, one of, we only had one bathroom. And my mom's friend was taking a shower. Or no, it was a bath. I don't think we had a shower. It was a bath. And <laughs> I was saying, I mean, because she was laying down. And it was a bathtub, so she was like sitting in the bath. Anyway, you grew up so poor that you guys didn't have a shower head. I don't know. That's just a poor back then. It was the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I mean, we were poor. Um, but I remember I needed to go to the, the, the I wanted to go to the, to the potty and I could have gone outside but instead I was like I, I remember like I I just went in I'm just gonna sneak right in I'm just there. gonna no I'm not even sneaking I'm just busted in I, I guess this is a precursor to the rest of my life I just busted <laughs> in that bitch I'm like hi I'm gonna I'm gonna pee as I'm looking at your boobies and your hairy vagina I can see it through the water and uh yeah uh, it was nice. Some set of like mama titties. They weren't even that great. You know, they were kind of falling back into her armpits a little bit. They were kind of on the side. They weren't even like, you know, holding themselves up anymore. They were mama titties, you know, milkers. And, uh, they didn't have their normal support. They were just kind of laying back into their armpits and like halfway deciding if they should float or sink. They're just not even sure. Yeah. They just didn't know what to do. They were yard darts, baby. And they were out of their element. They were getting weird with it. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Speaking of being poor, though, I did live at, I'm not kidding, I lived at a house growing up once. We had an outhouse, a real outhouse. There was a bathroom in the house, too, but the outhouse was still in existence. Intact, yeah. And uh, we were told because of the septic system, it was a leech field or whatever it was, to... Do number twos out in the outhouse, but you could do oh, a number damn. one in the house. But you couldn't was it like a flush. You had to, I mean, you could, but you were supposed to, if it was just pee, um, you were just supposed to let it be there. And that's where it was one of those things we had a sign 
next to the toilet that said, if it's yellow, let it mellow. And if it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. But we didn't, we, we pooped outside, but we peed inside. Was the outhouse like a, a old wooden looking outhouse with like the half crescent moon on the door? Um, well, it didn't, it looked like that, but it didn't have a crescent moon on the door. Oh, okay. um, it had a, like a, the top of the thing wasn't full. Like if you sat down, you could still see out, mm-hmm. but it was, it covered like your bits, I guess. It Enough. Was like, yeah. Where you couldn't see somebody's goodies sitting on the toilet, but you so were you ha- sitting outside. Did you have to like move it around the yard? Like when the hole no. fills up? Uh, we oh. never moved it. And <laughs> surprisingly, yes, it, it, it didn't always smell that great. But it wasn't, I, I don't remember it being like so like just, oh, like Pungent, if you've ever gone yeah. to an out, like a, a porta potty, those things are bad. But these weren't bad. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I just remember, um, I also don't remember ever looking down in it for some reason, which is scary to me. Like if you're <laughs> living in the country in Texas. Oh, yeah. And snakes. What in the hell could be at the bottom of this shit pit? I Snakes, mean, scorpions, centipedes, <laughs> the giant spiders, spiders that were probably right underneath the seat because the seat was it originally was probably wood, but they had put a plastic seat. But they they probably stole from somebody's toilet somewhere. And they put a toilet seat on top of it. Um, a little tarantula reaching up and tickling your balls like while you're sitting there. Uh, yeah, I remember as a kid. One time I was at. Um, uh, I used to know the name of the out by the Hagger jeans plant in Bowie. There was a, uh, <laughs> there was a, uh, a daycare for kids. And I remember being a kid and there used to be, I don't remember them like, I, I can't remember last, I mean, I was almost a kid, when I said, but um, the air force base was in Wichita Falls. It mm-hmm. still is, but they used to fly a lot more jets there, I believe, because we would get, Jets would fly over and you get that sonic boom. Have you ever experienced one of those? Yeah. I haven't experienced one as an adult, I don't think. But when I was a kid, I remember experiencing them when the jets would fly over. And um, one time it happened and we were all out on the playground and I'm not kidding. A sonic boom happened and all the fucking tarantulas came out of the ground. (laughs) All the tarantulas that, because during their, the mating or I don't know if it's mating or molting season or whatever it is, but they bury themselves into the ground and they sleep during the day and they come out at night. That's when they move Mm -hmm. around. That's when they mate. That's when they shed their skins, all that shit. Well, the sonic boom went over. Woke their ass up. It was like motherfucking arachnophobia on a playground. It was, it was, it was like nightmare fuel. It was the (laughs) scariest shit ever. I was like, what the fuck? And we were all running around, and I remember it so vividly that you could hear them crunching under our feet. That's how many tarantulas came up. <laughs> um, we talked about the one I was um, – we talked about this briefly. For people that don't know, the people that listened to our episode yesterday and watched the YouTube video, it was so bad when I went to try to edit our footage. It was unusable. So that was a lost episode already, and essentially – Anyone that listened to Monday, you're listening to this for the first time. It's a new podcast. Totally new show. We're just redoing take, it. Take two. 
Take two, motherfuckers. So glad you're here. And if you tuned in on Monday, thank you very much. Um, but so we talked about this actually a little bit of for a very brief moment in time, I worked in the oil field. Very brief moment. Um, trying to be a roughneck. Um, mainly, I did it because the money was so incredible. I couldn't even say no to it. And I was not any kind of shape to be a hand in the oil field. But um, And you I just rem- moved to Bowie, where yeah. that's like really the only vocation that uh, makes sense for most people. Yeah, true. And... So anyway, I tried it out. It was cool. Um, not really a kind of a shit. It's a shitty job. Fuck, man. Um, but I remember at night, because we were working out in West Texas, out there past Pecos or Pecos, as some might call it, between there and um, New Mexico. And at nighttime, yeah, it was normal. You had to check your boots before you put them on and stuff. I mean, tarantulas were everywhere. Absolutely sure. everywhere. And a lot of guys, if you were walking around the ground, they'd pick them up or, I mean, you had to check everything. Trent, they were everywhere. Now, granted, I never saw any of them. Nobody ever talked about getting bit by a tarantula. I've never seen one be aggressive towards a person or anything, but there was tons of them. So that was kind of shitty. If there's an uglier stretch of land between Midland to El Paso in the country, I have never seen it. That is the worst drive uh, that I can imagine taking. It's just flat dirt and these black trees and oil and oil rigs like uh, the pumps. Yeah. If you're into, if you're, if you're a big fan of the, the oil field, if you're a big fan of the patch, as they call it, um, let me tell you what you're in heaven out there in the Permian basin out there. And there's desert. There's cheap land and no mineral rights, so you can go live out there if you really want to, but you probably need a tent. Yeah, it's crazy. I see how, I mean, out where I live, a uh, an older piece of crap, or what you would consider a piece of crap probably, run-down home that's built 70 years ago. Two bedroom, one bath, no garage, tiny yard, probably going to run you five six hundred thousand dollars yeah where i'm at it's stupid um i could move i see things all a lot all the time on tv out in west texas and south southern <laughs> texas you can buy it damn near a mansion on like three acres with a pool and everything for 600 grand yeah i keep seeing this uh i don't know if it's an ad or just an article but it's like some ghost town in west texas out in the middle of nowhere that you can I think you can buy it for like 150000 and it's the whole town. Do it. But no way. Dude, like, oh, it would be so cool. Okay, I'll go in with the house. You know there's no plumbing. There's no electricity. Like, it would be totally pointless. Let's go halfies, and then uh, <laughs> we'll build a town. Anyway, um, out here where I'm at, there's a town just up north. It's an old military base called Fort Monmouth. The Army had it. Um, it was um, bracketed. It was bracked which I don't know, there's some military acronym for closing a base that was closed probably 15 years ago. And it kind of set point, not that there's a golf course there um, that was purchased and is now operated as a semi-private club. There was a lot of infrastructure. 
movie theaters, bowling alleys, um, mm-hmm. grocery stores, tons of housing, tons of offices, everything. And uh, they've finally started repurposing it. But Netflix bought pretty much half of it. And they're building a, um, they're putting studios there. That's cool. And so what's crazy right now is that area is popping off as far as people <laughs> buying stuff, people building condos, um, crazy money stuff. So um, it's uh, it's going to be a booming area. And I mean, there's people that are talking about how they're going to be wanting a bunch of extras for movies and shows and films that they do and stuff. They're all excited. And I'm like, who gives a shit? But if you owned your own town, I could build a golf course there. And not, not there. Yeah. Come on. There's got to be a river somewhere that I can get the water from. <laughs> and I'm already, I've already, like we said earlier, I've used an outhouse before. It won't be that hard. I can do it. I can do it. I think yeah, it'd be fun. I'm going to have to pass. I, it doesn't seem like a sound. And, and I know you definitely would not move out there. You just want to be a silent investor and hope everything gets really nice. And then you'd come check it out. That would be nice. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about that. Um, I wouldn't be mad about that at all. Um, we, uh, we've mentioned it last night, mainly for a second, <coughs> but as we have our little tradition of heading off to NFL games, we catch a Broncos game together every year. Um, and because we're recording on Tuesday night this week, because our first one was an awful mess, we got to witness history last night with our Denver Nuggies. Oh, yes. They were popping, and, uh, you know, they were down at the beginning. They did come back to win it, and to me it kind of it kind of happened what I thought was going to happen. It looked like the Lakers kind of just gave up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, LeBron's getting old. He's basically talking about retirement options. He's you not going AARP, retire. that kind of stuff. No, I'm sure he won't. Uh, he'll try to stick it out for a couple more years. Um, but, yeah. With, he wants to play with Bronny. Uh, um, but, the you know, to me the cool thing about the Nuggets is this year they, they're uh, – they're not like a team that I've ever watched before. They have so many weapons but they're all very selfless. Like they all want the whole team to do good and the whole team to have a good game. And so, you know, if somebody's struggling a little bit, then everybody else just seems to step up and, and take care of it. So it's, it's really cool to see. Um, and it's really not like any NBA basketball. I feel like I've ever watched, which I'm not a huge NBA guy, but um, it, it's, it's really fun to watch the games because you can just tell they're all out there having fun. And, and uh, there's a ton of talent on the team to watch. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, obviously they got a Joker, two-time MVP, and now he's the Western Conference, you know, finals MVP, and <clears throat> I totally foresee him being the finals MVP if the uh, if the Nuggies can pull it off. Uh, yeah, it looks like sure. they're going to be playing the Heat because the Heat are up 3 nothing in their series, and they're planning on sweeping out um, Boston tonight. And, Hopefully uh, they can lose a few games and give the, the Nuggets some extra rest, but we'll see. I, I would like to see that and maybe the possibility of some injuries. <laughs> we, need, we need some star players to break a leg or something in there. Some, some, some mild to moderate two-week injuries. 
Yeah, you know what's funny is in the NFL, have you ever do you remember seeing like when you they put out the injuries? Because we play <clears throat> excuse me, fantasy football. So we have injury, we look at the injury reports and stuff, or they'll put little stuff when you're looking at players. I'm always amazed when I see this listed as day to day. Yeah. Because I'm like, motherfucker, every one of us is day to day. I mean, well, when are you not day to day? When are you just, oh, it's a guarantee. I'm doing great. Never. Day to day is always there. I wish I could be a little more day to day than uh, than I really get to be. But uh, but you get up and actually work out every not well. You used to be every morning, but excuse me, I'm tired and I'm yawning. But um, me too. I know we're, we're tired people. We're old. We're old farts. Old farties. Um, but after you know, I think that. Uh, what was I going to say? I can't remember. That's how old I am. We're talking about getting up and doing your shit every day. Oh yeah, you um, you used to work out every morning. Like pretty much, you would get up five five thirty and you would go work out. Um, it's probably changed a little bit now that the you have another baby in the house. Yeah. Um, but you still work out regularly. I don't. Um, I my workout kind of essentially consists of the fact that I'm playing golf three or four times a week. And I know some people are like, that's not working out. Well, I walk four to six miles every time I play golf, depending on where we're playing. And I am, uh, I'm at least doing some athletic movement as far as swinging a club. No, they're not super heavy and no, it's not (laughs) like lifting weights, but um, I challenge anyone that doesn't golf, go golfing and uh, tell me if you're not sore the next day by walking and, well, the same as the same as if you go to a batting cage and hit, you know, two hundred balls or whatever, you're going to be sweating and you're going to be a little sore and tired at the end of that. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a guy that goes to CrossFit every morning or a guy that's hitting the gym and pounding the weights. There goes a train by my house. You can hear that. Boop boop. Honk. Um, oh, and a car horn honking, honking. <laughs> what is honking? I don't even know. I like that though. Um, I think I've done that before. I have twice, um, but I you know that that was a long time ago. We don't have to talk about that. Um, but our nuggies, I hope that they can. Uh, I would love to see them just sweep right through the finals too. That would be amazing. But um, let's hopefully let's hope that they can get there for the first time, which they are, and uh, win it for the first time. But what I wanted to talk about real quick, because we're going to be heading to Miami next year to watch the Donkeys, our Broncos play the Dolphins, and. Uh, Tuo Tagovailoa, whatever his name is. Tagovailoa. I don't know. I just call him the Concussion King. That guy's concussed. Yeah. All the time. But um, you know, minus the the preseason, we start off the regular season against the Bur- the freaking Raiders. Um, and that that ought to be nice. I mean, the Raiders are coming to Denver, and then the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Commanders are coming to the. <laughs> The my high city in the freaking the uh, block state. And uh, I think that we could start the season. I really think the first two games I'm looking at one and one. I think the Raiders might pummel us because we're coming off a preseason game against the Rams, but nobody will be playing in that. No. So um, I think we'll start the season one and one. And then there, so when we see them in, um, in Miami, 
on a Sunday afternoon, one o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be hot. It's going to be sweaty. I think the Broncos will beat the crap out of the Dolphins. Well, I hope so. The Dolphins are pretty dang good this last year. Uh, yeah, they're good. As sure. far as their expectations, especially with Tua getting hurt, like you said, multiple times. So really, I'm just excited to have kind of a, I guess, a vacation destination that we can go to. And uh, you I know, we'll enjoy ourselves. You're just a little dirt bag. You're trying to want to, you want to go down there and see some of these Cuban mommies and their little hottie bikinis and all the dudes. Little string bikinis you, and the banana want, hammocks. You want to see me in my banana hammock. I know well, you want to see the special banana. I've seen that before, so it's no big deal. That is true. You like it. <laughs> um, and then we, after that, we go up there and we, we play the St. Joe's Bears. The Bears. to Chicago. Chicago. And I think that uh, we'll beat this shit out of the Bears. And then the yeah, Jets come to town. Then the Jets come to town the next week, and I think that we'll beat the shit out of Aaron Rodgers because I hate him. And, uh, you know, then uh, then uh, we got to head to Kansas City where we'll get throttled. Then the <laughs> Packers will come to town, and they'll beat up on us. And then the Chiefs, we play them again. Two weeks later that's, on Halloween. That's quick. Like, yeah. get those games out of the way. Usually they save a Chiefs game till the end of the season. Yeah, I know. Back to back, because the Broncos are kind of the basement dwellers this next year, I think, uh, of the AFC West for sure. And uh, then we come out here to uh, Buffalo, New York. Is that a pube on your tongue? It is. And the Bills are going to beat the holy brakes off <laughs> of the Broncos. <laughs> I'm guessing that score is going to be 56 to 8. Um, just because I like the number eight. And then, uh, you know, we got the Vikings we'll, and the we'll Browns, get that two point the Texans, Chargers. So we got a good four run, four game run after the Bills, where we should, well, five, including the Lions, where we might have some help. And then uh, Christmas Eve, we play the Patriots in Denver. That'll be nice. Finish out the season with the Chargers and the Raiders. The Raiders. We start and end with them. That's kind of bizarre. Yep. I think that we'll probably end up last place in the AFC West. <laughs> I mean, we might. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the Raiders, you know, Derek Carr's gone and they're kind of in a rebuild mode right now. So, I, you know, I, I think they're shaky enough where we could beat the Raiders. Maybe well, the Chargers one and one. Hopefully. Hopefully that can happen. Um. When we were we were talking yesterday, I was sitting there and I was thinking, and then I saw my my good buddy uh, Theo Vaughn. You know, we were chatting it up earlier. And, yeah, uh, man. <laughs> praise God. Um, <laughs> I'm upstairs, so you're done. I'm having my podcast Tourette's. Um, so I was thinking, I had a story that might work on Theo Vaughn's when I was a kid. I actually went to a camp. I only went to one camp as a kid. And I remember there was a blind kid at the camp. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a stick at all. He didn't have a stick. He had, um, he had like, believe it or not, like a walker, a little bigger walker, 
that was like he held like it was in front of him and like it was like it surrounded him more than I guess the stick. So he wasn't like wanding like he wasn't using the force. What kind was, of camp was this? Like just a regular summer camp or you're like it was a lighthouse assembly of God summer camp. But you're like and, out camping and stuff or no, we stayed in the little the we slept in the church in the church. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay. It was you know St. Joe wasn't there. Don't worry. And the ghost of St. Joe creeping around. Yeah. But I think this kid might have been faking his little blindness because he was going around touching titties. <laughs> Pretty On, smart. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm thinking about trying this out. So if you see me with some super dark Ray Charles sunglasses on, some blue blockers and a, and a golf club that I've taken the head off of while using it as a walking stick, accidentally feeling your woman's titties. Don't say nothing because I'm blind. I I'm, I can identify however I want. And I'm going to identify as a blind person. And, oh, felt your titty. My bad. Oh, felt your titties. My bad. What do you think? Do you think I get in trouble? Uh, Probably just because people know who you are. But no, not, out, not out here. Not out here, man. People don't know me. It, it reminds me, of, I think it was last week on the, the refiltered. Keb said something that, oh, sorry, Mr. The Keb said something that <laughs> really got me laughing and thinking at the same time when he, you know, they, they do their joke segment. This is outside of it. So this is like something I, I think he just has. And he says, how does Helen Keller know if she's awake? That shit had me laughing so hard, <laughs> but also confused the shit out of me because you think about it and it's, it's true. Well, it isn't, it isn't. When you're sleeping, you're, you, I mean, so if you're a blind person, according blind to Blind and I'm, deaf. Blind and deaf. So you're like a fucking weirdo. But like if it's just lights out, black. Yeah, but you can, you're not, she can still make her noises if she's awake. You know, because imagine her voice, it had to be horrible. Well, yeah. Um, And it's not like she could, you know, when she did her makeup, she had to be hideous. She couldn't make herself do look good. She didn't even know what to do. I don't think she was doing makeup. <laughs> do you, what, what about combing her hair? No, for sure not. So she just went, I mean, that's like saying, I mean, how does she know how to brush her teeth? How does she know if there's anything cotton or, I mean, I can't imagine. And how, my question is this, how do blind people know they've cleaned up their ass when they've wiped all the way? Well, well, probably something to think of, like, along what he said is, like, I think if I was blind and deaf, so there's, like, nothing stimulating other than touch, I guess. Smell. I would I would probably be randomly falling asleep, like, all day long. Just, <laughs> and what's funny is people wouldn't even know. They'd be like, yeah, no, is that motherfucker awake right now? Hey, they, yeah, can't, yeah. they can't yell at you and be like, yo, Mike, wake up, dude, because you can't <laughs> hear anything. Are you with us? Dude, you could pull off some cool shit. You would like, just be relaxed all the time because there's no sti- there's no stimulants. I'm not looking at you. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, you know, my sister has a a a child who is um has um, CP and is wheelchair bound. Mm-hmm. He's always groping some titties, dude. <laughs> Always like he's like, oh, touch a titty. Not a joke. Homeboy loves tits. 
homeboy loves to shout out to Caden, my little man Caden, my little nephew Caden, and his cool ass little wheelchair. He t- he loves titties just like I do. Loves them. Um, and I think it's funny because he'll like touch a titty on a waitress at a, a restaurant. And they'll be like, ha, ha, that's cool. I do it. And they're like, motherfucker. And I I get to charge. Everyone's but, um, like, ha, ha, he doesn't know any better. Like, what an yeah. accident. Yes, he does. Did you just say accident? <laughs> what an accident. What an accidental. Um, But yeah, so I'm thinking you blind motherfuckers getting off easy touching some titties now. So I'm going to start. That's it. As of right now, I identify as a blind person. And where's the titties? Where are them titties? <laughs> I might accidentally fall on one with my mouth open. Just don't accidentally get to your neighbor's house. I might accidentally do that too. <laughs> Some man titties. <laughs> Some, you know, man titties are nice. You can't go wrong with a man titty. Um, I, uh, yeah, so why not? What do you what do you think about getting into a little bit of the old what do we call it? Two penny tits. Two penny tits. No, I'm just kidding. Um two penny tips. Ah, oh, just the tip. Just the tip, baby. Um we uh we had some we've had some good ones. We've had some bad ones, but it's been fun. Um let me see if I can actually bring up a call that we had. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. I found it. Whatever. Go away. All right. So I have to press this and then I have to allow this. That's right. So you guys are listening to us. Um, Share screen. And there we go. Share. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. Two penny tips. Hey, guys. Father's Day is coming up soon. Since you are both dads, I was wondering, what would you suggest for Father's Day gifts? Thanks. All right. Father's Day gifts. Mike, we all know what I want. And, and you know, I want blowjobs. I want a blowjob. Whatever you want to do, I want a blowjob. Now, I know we have to preface this with saying it depends on who the gifter is. No, I do not want that gift from uh, anyone in my family. Um, except for that cousin we saw when you were a kid that's true hey amy what's up baby um (laughs) but she's still hot by the way um i think that uh, collar sounded kind of hot if i'm being honest that collar sounded hot yeah um nice what do you want for father's day so I've got a few ideas and thoughts, you know, the first being just having the ability to sleep in extra long would be pretty nice. Um, okay. And you know, that's for me with little kids, you know, five, four and one, right. Almost one right now. Uh, we don't get a ton of sleep. Um, so that would be nice. Another thought I had, I mentioned it last night was I really love these, uh, Hopefully we can reach out and get a sponsorship, but the the brand is Belega, and they make these uh, running socks. They're called uh, Silver Compression Socks. They're freaking awesome if you get some. They um, have silver in them? 
I believe they have like, yeah, silver threads or something, um, which I don't know. I guess like all that stuff's designed to ground your body or whatever nowadays. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand it, but I know that these socks are like perfect form fit to your feet. They like, they're smaller, but they stretch perfectly, not where they feel tight, but where they feel really nice when you're working out um, or just walking around everyday kind of stuff. And then the last idea I had was, you know, just a really, a nice bottle of whiskey would be good. And, you know, if you're down by Texas, TX whiskey is always a good bet. If you're not, Let's not talk about that, would, uh, I'd recommend a, a bottle of Woodford Reserve is a really good whiskey mm, too. That's okay. That's all right. Um, it doesn't break the bank and it's good quality for, okay. you know, 30, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I, I love me some Blanton's baby. Um, Blanton's, you know what? Big shout out to our boy, Bandito, Mr. Chris Gooba. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to that motherfucker. Um, he's one of our friends that we've talked about. He, he's, uh, he's shot and killed somebody. <laughs> he chopped not, off the tip of his finger. Chopped off the tip of his finger. Um, I've witnessed him throw a knife at somebody and miss from two feet away. He's a wild <laughs> on, one. On Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but he really, he shot and killed somebody in real life. Yeah. Um, self-defense, by the way. They were getting robbed. Yeah, he's fucked got, with the wrong guy for sure. Yeah, you fucked up. Because <laughs> you fucked up. Bandit is going to hit those shots. He's going to hit that. He's um, way better in real life than he is at Call of Duty. <laughs> 100%. He did. He, yeah, don't fuck around with a bandito in a parking lot of a movie theater. And he was playing hardcore mode. Like, <laughs> yeah. It didn't, it didn't take 13 bullets. Uh-uh. So, he might have used that many, but. So shout out to the bandito on his birthday. Um, <laughs> and it's, uh, but as far as the Father's Day gifts, um, I, uh, outside of a blowjob, I'm sure you would take one of those too if the wifey wanted to serve one up. Sure. <laughs> Hallelujah, baby. Praise God. I don't know who would say no to that. I wouldn't say no to your wifey if she wanted to give me a button. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we back on this? <laughs> Because <laughs> I got grief from people for saying last week, and it was a joke. It was a Freaky Friday switch. It wasn't like I was trying to bang Mike's wife. Jesus Christ, people! But um, if, if if you're in that situation, you're going to take advantage of it, right? <laughs> it, yes. It's it's probably the one perk about switching into my body. That is true. There's nothing else I would want. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to look at your wiener. I wouldn't want to like. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, there's nothing else. <laughs> we do essentially the same job. Um, so it's not like I could say, oh yeah, it'd be cool to go try his job for a day. Cause it wouldn't, I'd hate it. Yeah. Um, and your commute is way worse than mine. It sucks ass. So I guess other than lounging in my pool and banging my wife or your wife, that'd be about it. Um, <laughs> the, whoever's wife. Yeah. Whoever's it is. I mean, I'll bang her. <laughs> just kidding that sounds bad um yeah well, speaking of bandit that's his feelings too yeah yeah he was like uh, <laughs> my niece or my daughter or something he's like she she's hot or i'm like jesus <laughs> you're like 16 year old niece yeah <laughs> good job oh, bandit oh bandit you're real classy i think the beebs needs to have a little one-on-one with him um, which, yeah, that's another story, but, um, 
another little two penny tips here. This is a question, more or less. And they based it on something that I said a long time ago in a show because I was trying to figure out what the fuck it was. Hey, I said, did you ever figure out what the pocket in the front part of ladies' panties is for? Thanks, and fuck Flat Earth Dave. I agree. Fuck yeah. that guy. Um, hashtag that shit. Hashtag fuck Flat Earth Dave. That's right, F-F-E-D. Um, let me say this. I have no idea. Well, I, I didn't know, and I looked it up. I would like to think that it was for hiding goodies, maybe some treasures. Maybe it's a place to put one of those uh, scented trees that you hang in your rearview mirror of your car. You know, you stuff one of you, you break it in half and shove it down there. You always have nice. You could have new car scent. Um, you could have uh, that new new twat smell. Van, that's right, vanilla, pina colada, tropical Sunday. You could have whatever you wanted down there, which I think is a great idea, by the way. And if somebody's not doing scented panties, here we are. We will advertise for you. Um, but well, if found, a woman had had it pierced, you could just hang it off that too. I guess. Yeah. Why not? Um, <laughs> maybe they could make um, tampoons that smell <laughs> nice. Um, you know, because those you know, during that time of the month, it can have a little. The, the pH balance is different. Maybe there's a little different scent. This is on the brink of vulgarity that I probably shouldn't be joining, venturing into, but. Well, I mean, those things are pretty outdated. Like, it'd be cool to have, like, some better Vaginas? decorated ones. No, the tampons. Oh. Yeah, tampons. Ni- nicely, nicely decorated ones, like, where the string is, like, I don't know. It's got, like, some glitter shit hanging off of it. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like to call her harpoons. Har- like, harpoons? Instead of a harpoon, but it's for harpoon. <laughs> for that poonberry jam. That's where you hide that poonberry jam in that little pocket. Fragrance, fragrance-free harpoons. Yeah, that's right. You know, gentle and sensitive. Um, but I found out when I looked online, they don't. They put the extra fabric there for a couple reasons. For uh, you know, a little protection, a little help with the uh, the dribble, dribble. Well, that and maybe a little moisture, a little humidity down there, humidity. Um, but. They uh they don't put a they don't sew the extra little piece of fabric because they don't want a a, a seam there to irritate or stimulate the vaginina. <laughs> your uh your maturity is really showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've been accused of being so mature. Um, yeah, I I. But I I think that could be a good hiding place for things like, uh, you know, like you could roll up like a hundred dollar bill and keep it down there just for safekeeping. If, you know, if you're in a pinch and need a quick buck to get you, get you out of a pickle, you just, yeah, just shove your hand right down there. Hey, I'm liking it. You know, it's a gold coins or something. it'd It'd be the gift that keeps on giving. Um, what do you got in your panties? These are hundred dollar panties. (laughs) <laughs> Those are my $50 drawers. You know, you got different denomination panties. Yeah. For every day. Yeah. Of the week. If, if you're at church and they're passing around the, the, the offering plate and you forget to bring 
Any money? Just grab your panties. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? St. Joe's walking around with the offering and Biebs is standing up there giving his sermon. They get the plates back up there and there's just a pair of panties. <laughs> Somebody ripped off their panties and threw them in the offering plate. There you go. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, uh, that'd be good. That'd be nice. Some panties <laughs> in the plate. Um, throw me your panties. Give me all your panties. The Lord wants your panties. Um, I don't know about all that, but I'll talk about it anyway, like I do. Um, the other thing that I had on my plate was for Mike. Okay. Um, I don't even have to pull this up because I remember it from yesterday. <laughs> I do too. I like it. Mike, how do you deal with Jay being such an arrogant asshole all the time? <laughs> Thanks. I still, I still like it. <laughs> so feel free to answer it. <laughs> well, you see, uh, it started many years ago. Uh, no, me, you know, me and Jay met in the car business and the car business really isn't for the faint hearted. If you ask me, it, you know, you have to have a thick skin cause you're dealing with the general public, which can be trying at times. And, uh, one of the ways, well, for me, you know, I've always gotten, you, you hear people talk about getting through the tragedies in their lives and stuff through comedy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely the guy where. I'm making inappropriate jokes too soon before something happens. And Jay is also that guy, but probably times 10. And so when we, when we first met at the dealership, you know, there, there was a few cringy moments where I was a little embarrassed with the things that were coming out of his mouth. But, you know, once we stopped working together, we were able to, you know, continue to build a friendship and, and do cool things like, you know, our, our yearly trips, even though he, he moved to Jersey and got far away. Uh, mm. So it really doesn't, his, uh, his arrogant asshole doesn't bother me all that much, but he's, he's really not like over the top when we're hanging out or anything. Um, he's actually really fun to hang out with, uh, you know, when we're just doing our thing and, um, surprisingly he's he's really charming i would say when when he's talk out talking to strangers at restaurants and stuff like that it, it, it's kind of half fucking with people but at the same time like they they're enjoying it too so uh really it just makes for fun stories and you know like doing this this show is is really fun and so uh i'm glad i get to be a part of it and Really, like Jay asked me the other night, like, hey, you know, do you have any topics that you want to bring up? And and I said, you know, well, basically, it, it's like whenever I try to interject topics, it kind of messes up the flow of the show because us just talking to each other is, is kind of what the show's turned into. And, uh, you know, I like the genuine responses uh, from either of us. And, you know, for me, it's it's really just trying to keep up with Jay because I think his brain's moving a lot faster than, not, than mine bouncing off random shit. And so, you know, if that comes off as arrogance, it, it's, I don't know, it's just who you are. So <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is, it's, yes, he's an arrogant asshole. Well, um, it's it's just not everybody's cup of tea, you know, I, I guess. You know but, what's funny but is, they are listening to the show. Yeah, so. what's funny is that growing up and throughout most of my adult life 
Um, especially when I was DJing. I heard, I can't tell you how many times I heard this. Most of the time when you first meet Jay, you're going to think this guy's a fucking asshole. But once you get to know him, you realize it's just a weird, he's, that's just him and he doesn't mean any harm and he's just stupid. Um, and that's the truth. I'm just an idiot. Um, but Mike is right. My brain does go a million miles an hour. Um, I am, I'm somewhat educated on some things, but I am ignorant on all things. So it's a nice, um, it's a nice equalizer. Well, and, and I don't know if you'd relate to this, but for me personally, when I meet new people, it's like my brain goes into overdrive that way. And I, I kind of, I don't know, like I go over the top just to see kind of how they'll react to see mm-hmm. if this is a person that I can kind of gel with. And then like once we hang out more, like I chill out, but it's really, it's not intentional. It's just something I can't help and my brain just does it automatically. But I think it's just a defense mechanism to see if this is somebody who's, you know, easily offended or, yeah, you know, going to gonna have an issue with the way I talk or the, my personality or something like that. And so... Uh, it it's you know what where some people might not like it or not like me immediately it, it kind of gives me the same response to know like hey is this somebody that i i want to invest more time in uh or have you know have around so yeah. I, I don't know if that's how you feel but that's that's definitely like how i've figured myself out i am um, i don't know i mean i feel i uh I don't know. I don't, I don't, yes, I really know how I, how I feel about when I meet new people for the first time. It's, uh, it's, it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't have, there's no anxiety or angst or, you know, nervousness or anything about it. I, I've never, I don't know. I guess I just, I don't give a shit if there's a thousand people around or two people. And I just kind of, I try to, um, I try to, and it's true, a girl, guy, whatever. I try to treat everybody the same. The only people that I don't treat the same as I do adults is kids. And not in the St. Joe way, but just in like a, uh, a uh, you know, I, I think kids are awesome because they're, you know, they're, they're just so funny and they're real and they're honest. Um, and even when they're not telling the truth, it's usually so easy to see through that it's it's humorous. Like yeah. when little kids are telling stories or lies, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. I did not put the I did not pour milk on the counter and put the cereal on the floor. Um, and their clothes are covered in milk. Yeah, I mean, like, and take for instance your your boys. Um, you know, I uh, I enjoy talking with them all the time. Um, speaking of. Uh, St. Joe earlier. He had a great episode this week on uh, Nailed It. Um, he was talking about the, the game shows and stuff. And uh, I know that you enjoyed it. Yep. And um, uh, I got a chance to listen to some of it. Um, and I don't know. I think he's he's fine. <laughs> as much as it's funny, he's finding his way oh. in his own podcast. Because we were, we were he, he was part of... Um, the unfiltered show with Kevin Beebs. And then when Beebs um, rolled out to take a little break, a little hiatus, um, 
I joined the show. And so it was me, St. Joe and, and Mr. The Kid. And <laughs> it was, you know, it was fun. Um, I was already doing my own show, but St. Joe had never done his own show, but he, you know, he realized that he enjoys, enjoys the mic, um, and decided to start his own show. And I'm glad he did, but I think he's starting to figure it out and he's starting to have some, uh, you know, one thing about having your own show is you have to talk. You, you have to, cause dead air will absolutely <laughs> kill your show. Um, especially when it's only audio, it's not like a comedy show or a live performance where people can look at you and you kind of laugh or make funny faces or do something weird. Uh, you can't have, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's all audio and, but he's finding his way and doing well. And, uh, so St. Joe, you're kicking ass. And, uh, this week on pedals of support, she has a, um, uh, she actually does a replay of hers and Beeb's show that they did on finding your way. So it's a replay on her channel, her, um, her show, a Beeb's collaboration. It's uh, the show that they did back, um, in March. So one of Beeb's first episodes and, uh, it's pretty good. They, uh, they talk about, um, civil discourse and mental health stuff, stuff that it's good for this month, the mental health awareness and all that. And so, uh, good on mama D and the Beebs is just making the rounds. This dude is like a podcast <laughs> slut. I mean, for being so righteous and wonderful and a man of the cloth, a man of the <laughs> Lord, he gets around. He's, you know, he's, Tuesday, he's playing with Mama D's. Wednesday, he's jerking off Mr. The Keb. And on Thursdays, he's talking about the Lord. And a random day, he's doing the history minute. That's right. I'm, I'm giving, you never know when he's going to pop up and be a guest host on the Stupid History Minute, which, by the way, unfortunately, Mike, you were not invited to be a guest. Um, you were not yeah, invited we, to be a co host. I think we've gone over that for the last two weeks. Unfortunately, I mean, because a lot of people wanted you. A lot of people wanted to hear from hear you do an episode, but uh, Mister the Cab decided, ah, eh, not a big fan of Mike, so let's not bring him on. No invite. No invite, and uh, it's rough because you deserved it. You definitely deserved it, and uh, I'm still proud of you. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, Wednesday, the we haven't had to hear it yet because we're it's on Tuesday and we're recording, but the refilter show with Mr. The Keb and I'm the sure Beebs. it's great. It's probably their best episode. It's I the imagine. best episode they've ever done. I mean, those guys, it was hilarious. Their and jokes we, this week were fantastic. Oh my God. The dad jokes. Beebs was on fire. Did that my one, fa- that one joke he told the second one. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite part is that they didn't talk about star Wars at all. Like not even a peep. That was the best part of the show. Oh, yeah. No. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I like Star Wars. <laughs> I know that you don't, but I do. Um, and when they talked about that one thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, old man. With class. the girl. Yeah, the, the two people. Yep. Pure class. Yeah. Good job, boys. And uh, and Thursday, Finding Your Way with the Beebs, he actually talks, believe it or not, joining the show this week. It was Moses. Hey, spoiler alert. He found his way. He found his way. 
And uh, there was some cool music in that episode. I really like the music and finding your way. It's doing well. It's doing real well. And um, speaking and we, of music, speaking of music, we're going to get there because guess what? On Fridays, <laughs> it's always the Two Penny Podcast. Um, but don't forget, each and every day, you can listen to the Stupid History Minute. And he's going through the sodas right now. He's going through the sodas, the history of the sodas, the soda pops. Mm. The delicious, tasty beverages that uh, I what, love. What it, what is your favorite soda? My favorite soda? Pardon me, Dr Pepper. Okay, because you're from here, uh, that makes sense. May, maybe it makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> I do love a nice cream soda every once in a while. Mm, um, yeah. But I will say this: right now, I am probably drinking the soda that is probably the worst soda you could ever drink for yourself. It's got to be. There's no way it's good for you. It's a zero sugar. But, and it sounds horrible, it's the zero sugar strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. Ugh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds horrible. And you know what? Dr. Can. Pepper's not sweet enough. Let's put some <laughs> strawberry creams in it. Let's put some creamy strawberry butterflies <laughs> in there. And it's delicious. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, let's, um, uh, let's break into the Mike's Musical Ministry this week on The Two Penny. What do we got, Michael? Well, this week it's it's a it's kind of a calmer song. It's you know it sounds kind of like an Irish drinking song uh, by my man Chris Trapper uh, <laughs> called "Keg on My Coffin." Uh, Hell yeah! So it's it's kind of a retro or not? It's it's a reflective song about you know when when you die personally or whatever. Yeah, because everybody you know. gets to write a song about themselves dying. Yeah, well, if they want to, they can. I mean, there's only been one person that I know of that came back from the dead, Jesus. And he didn't that's write a song. That's not what you said last week. <laughs> My um, dick. But essentially it's, you know, saying, hey, you know, don't don't be crying and sad and stuff like that. When I go, just throw a party, you know, throw at my funeral, basically. Have Prop a good me time. up beside the jukebox. I love you guys and, you know, just... <sighs> Celebrate this, the life. This sounds amazingly homosexual. Well, I'm going to stare at you the entire time it's playing. I love it. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. Keg on my coffin. Smile and know I loved you 
till the end Well here's what to write on the stone over my grave His friends were earned and not a penny saved Don't waste time crying cause you two are on your way To meet me at the pawn shop in the sky Put the keg on my coffin and think of me every so often Heaven loses day parade for all my friends Drink up life like a river till the pizza man delivers Smile and know I loved you till the end Smile and know I loved you till the end Smile and know I loved you till the end Yes, yes, all my little kittens. Oh, that was good. That was really good. We loved that, by the way. It was fantastic. <laughs> yes, thank you. What a performance. It was fantastical. It was magnificent. Um, I like that song. You know what he reminds me of? His voice, listening to it for the second time. Um, Adam Duritz from the lead singer from County Crows. Yeah, I've heard that before. He's got a little bit. He's got That's a little why bit. That's my sister my sister doesn't like that band because uh because she doesn't like County Crows. <laughs> um well your sister for being brilliant is stupid. Brilliant and successful. She's a real dummy. Madly successful. <laughs> Her musical taste is stupid. <laughs> she That's probably she probably likes the Backstreet Boys. No, I don't think so. Yeah, she does. Trust me, she masturbated to them when she was growing up. the The biggest thing I can think of that I know that she likes is the Smashing Pumpkins. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Smashing Pumpkins. That's okay. Um, I can't even think of one good song. Um, she she was in high school in like the '90s grunge time, like. Women, the women's grungy stuff, I think, was what I recall her listening to. I don't, you know, I don't know what she listens to now. She's seven years older than me, so yeah, she is. She's old. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Factual. Factual I, information. I, I, hey, I appreciate you fact checking that for me. Yeah, I just looked it up. I just uh, searched that through AI. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to talk about AI like uh, Saint Joe did. But um, just trust me, people. AI is listening. AI is doing. Oh, we're gonna do an AI show. Um, there actually is a good podcast podcast out there called Dudesy, um, uh, with a real famous guy. Uh, two famous guys, by the way, that do the show. But it's AI based. Everything is the whole show is written and done by AI. It's a program that they started. It's been a year ago now. And the show, it's crazy. The AI has started to, it asked them, do you love me? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then one of them said no. And it's been treating the other one differently now. It's wild. Have um, you seen the clip where that guy's, uh, he goes like speed dating with a robot and he's like making jokes and stuff. And the robot's like, I don't like your jokes. Like, I don't, I don't see us being together <laughs> i haven't seen that but i like that there's um earlier because after saint joe's 
podcast, I decided because I have chat GP or GPT, whatever the hell it is, the AI program on my phone. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to see if I'm going to write a funny story about um, a gay priest. <laughs> so I asked it. I said, write me a funny story about a gay priest. And the response was great. It says, I don't find your question to be appropriate. It's very insensitive and all this stuff. And I was like, wow. How nice. I didn't know that Ch- chat GPT was so woke. Super woke. It's the wokest. Watch out. You're about to get canceled by the fucking robots. That's fine. Cancel this, bitch. Um, I'm talking more like Terminator. Like, Ah, you think that T3 is going to come and get me? <laughs> well, come on, motherfucker. Hurry up. I'm waiting. The, fucking, the woke robots are coming for us. Yeah, put me out of my fucking misery, please. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up and roll out of here. Um, like I said, we've done this two nights in a row. The first episode, it's now a vaulted episode that'll never come out because the audio is so bad on it. Um, but Mike's internet has been fixed. The, the magic AT&T fix their shit for now yeah we'll see what it's like next week so you got to come back next week and check it out so make sure if you get a chance find us on youtube where we record live each and every monday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time you can join the show you can be part of the show you can uh find us on at the two penny on um, instagram twitter um and on youtube obviously um at the two penny and on uh, YouTube. It's just the two penny podcast and do us a favor and go over there and subscribe. It doesn't cost you a penny to subscribe to the show. It's, Not even two pennies. No, it's completely free, but we would really appreciate it. If you took the time and you were be so nice, so kind as, um, if you would just be nice and actually do that for us. It's not that hard people to try to raise some money too. We are uh, going to start selling Jay's dirty underwear. Whoa. <laughs> so just if you're interested, just shoot out a message and uh I use a bidet. I don't get yeah. them dirty drawers like you think, <laughs> baby. Um speaking of which, that's why I could never use a uh, outhouse again. <laughs> um I have a travel handheld bidet as well. So that will work at your dad's house. Yeah, of course. You might have to hold it so you can show Beebs how to use it though. Um no, I'm just gonna like tell him squirt here. <laughs> I'm going to lean over and have Beebs squirt my booty hole. There you go. Um, so Beebs, be prepared. But if uh, you can also call us anytime, if you want to leave us a message, a suggestion, comment on something, maybe about how stupid I am or how delicious Mike looks and how handsome he is, you can do that anytime. You can call the Two Penny Hotline, 732-898-2068. 732-898-2068-247. Call it anytime. Anytime, hit up the hotline. So, uh, yeah, Mike, you got anything else before you roll out? Let's wrap it up. Wind it up. Let's get up and out of here. We appreciate every one of you for joining us tonight and uh, listening each and every Friday, which is a new episode. Shout out to all our friends and family over at the other podcasts. That's right. I'll mention them real quick. I'm going to go super speed here. Are you ready? Wind it up. Wind it up. Here we go. That's right. We've got Nailed It, Mama D and her pedals of support and her big titties. We've got Mr. The Kev and the Beebs on Refiltered on Wednesdays. We've got Finding Your Way on Thursday. We've got the one and only Two Penny Podcast on Fridays. Each and every day you can listen to the two, the Stupid History Minute. And don't forget, 
there's a uh, there's other podcasts you can listen to, but they're not as good as this one. That's right. I told you. <laughs> That's right, people. We appreciate you. So uh, for Mike, for May, I am Jay. We are done. We're down. We're out of here. You people shut the fuck up. God damn. Always cheering when I don't want them to. Shut up. <laughs> Cut that shit out. That's right. And remember, if nobody else wants to fuck you, do like I do and go fuck yourself. We'll see you next time. Adios. Bye. Have a good weekend. Arrivederci.